coverage of the parade on 610 Sports Radio is brought to you by Ag Power. Who'd like to congratulate our boys in red on winning the big game? You can score big this spring with huge discounts on John Deere equipment. Visit agpower.com for more. So the uh, Raiders officially did release. David. Ferns, ferns are down there waving they, to us. Of course, there they are. Okay, <laughs> I was wondering who was like frantically, frantically well, we waving. Oh, we got a text. Look down and wave. Okay, ferns, ferns. There you go. Josh Vernier, of course, who's in Arizona. Did you know he was already I, going to spring training? I knew spring training was happening. I didn't get an email. So Vern sent us a note <laughs> yesterday, and he's going to have stuff posted from uh, spring training. Today, yeah. the first workout for uh, for pitchers and, uh, and catchers. So. You know, I, I was I was talking to somebody within the organization yesterday about the start of spring training, and I said, uh, who looks good? <laughs> you did not. I did. Oh, no. I said, who's in the best shape of their life? All of them. I asked all those questions, yeah. and I got an LOL back in yeah, return. That's it. <laughs> You're like, no, I'd like a serious answer to this. <laughs> no, I really didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. uh, David Carr did get, indeed get released by the, uh, by the Raiders yesterday, and uh, – We'll see where his next home ends up. Ian Rappaport of NFL Network on the release. Well, the official release comes today at 4 p.m., but the actual release really came Sunday afternoon. That is when Derek Carr informed the Raiders that he would not be accepting a trade to anywhere, not the New Orleans Saints, not to any team, because he had a no-trade clause. It was very clear that his say was really the thing that, that triggered this. And the reason, Mike, that Derek Carr did not accept a trade to the New Orleans Saints or anywhere else he wanted to be a free agent. He wanted to say, wanted to be able to talk with teams, not just the ones that would trade for him like the Saints, but really all teams, and just see what is the best opportunity for him. And we'll see how much money he ends up making. He was on the books for $33 million this year. The Had he been on the roster as of right now, would have been $40-plus million guaranteed over the next two years. Either way, the Raiders get out from under that. But I don't think it's going to be just about money for cards. It's going to be about fit. It's going to be about legacy. It's going to be about winning. And yeah, I would expect the Saints to be in the mix as well. Saints seem to be the likely destination. Sure they do. Yeah. Uh, you have made the case, though, for the Jets. Well, look, I, I, I'm i going to take this point of view for a minute here. I'm going to say I got a little Brett Veach in me at times, right? I'm a long-term planner when it comes to certain things. If I'm a team that's planning for the long term, which everybody should be planning for, and you've got two quarterbacks out there, Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr. Aaron Rodgers may be the better quarterback, but I don't is. know if he's the right. Is. He is, right. But I don't know if he's the right solution if you're looking to plan long term. And if you're looking to plan long term and you don't want to deal with the quarterback position every year, I think Derek Carr is your guy. He's not a great quarterback. But he's a really good quarterback, and I think he can do some damage in an organization. He's gone through five head coaches and seven offensive coordinators since he was in In Oakland. nine years. In nine years. That's insane. Nobody can have success going through that many head coaches and coordinators over the course of your career. So if I'm the Jets, I'm not worried about Aaron Rodgers and what's going on in a you know, a, a retreat in the dark or anything like that. I'm not considering Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's a fit for an organization that's looking to build something. Derek Carr is. And if I'm the Jets, I'm going hot and heavy after Derek Carr. A thousand times I'm calling him before I even pick up the phone and call Aaron Rodgers because I'm thinking long term. Aaron Rodgers is all about Aaron Rodgers. He may be the most selfish player in the NFL. It's always about him. 
I don't want that on my team, especially at that quarterback position. I take him because of the talent. I do have questions, though, about the, the longevity. Is he going to go into the closet and meditate every year to right. figure out his, yeah. his future? Um, what's na- the Magic 8 ball going to tell him whether or not he's, you know, going to, to return to your team next year? Right. But I, I would I would take him. The Jets, hey, look, the Jets are in the, unfortunately for them, in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. And you're chasing the dog. You're right. The you big are. dog. You are. The biggest of dogs. And you got to go for it. We know the ceiling on Derek, or on, on Derek Carr. I think I said David earlier. Uh, Derek Carr. We know the ceiling. It's it's, it's all right. It's, eh, he's not going to win you anything. But what's Aaron, what's the Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, Aaron right Rodgers is super duper talented, and maybe you can catch lightning in a bottle to go with that, to go with the rest of that roster. Okay, that roster, the roster's great. That roster's really good. Yeah. And they had the offensive, what the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like you got pieces yeah. there. You got pieces there. Aaron Rodgers has the highest of ceilings. You do have to deal with all the other stuff. But also, if that one doesn't pan out, you can eject quick. I think I think Derek Carr maybe maybe he's going to have to settle for for a short, really really short term deal. But I just think he's just kind of he's good, but he doesn't feel like the guy that's going to take you over the hump or give you the chance to, especially in the AFC. I think it's perfect for the Saints. Like, go win a division and maybe a playoff game. And yeah. If that's your bar, great. That, and in that division, you could win. That division's know, terrible. You could you could win the division and you could win a playoff game. Okay, that yeah. Derek Carr can do that for you. Um, if I'm looking like I gotta try to slay some big time dragons in the AFC, I'm going Aaron Rodgers. But if you're going Aaron Rodgers, you better win it next year. You know what I'm saying? There's no guarantees that that cat's gonna be back. And if you're the Jets and you've got Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers has clearly stated he's not a guy that wants to help the next guy, you know, assimilate into the NFL or anything like that. So if you're the Jets. Is he the right guy for your organization? I maintain the answer to that question being no. I don't think he's the right guy. And if I'm a general manager right now in the NFL, I'm taking a pass on Aaron Rodgers. I want somebody that I know that I can count on at that quarterback position for at least five years. I look at Aaron Rodgers and I go, I don't even know if I can count on you for five minutes right now. So I would be staying away from him. The only team that should really go after Aaron Rodgers are the Raiders. It's a perfect fit for Aaron Rodgers. Go out there, get reunited with Devontae Adams, and give that organization one shot to try to unseat the Chiefs. And and we know how the Raiders are. They're a terrible organization. Aaron Rodgers makes perfect sense for the Las Vegas Raiders. To me, if I'm if I'm with the Jets, no way am I considering Aaron Rodgers. Jets will sign Aaron Rodgers. Is that speaking of the Raiders, is that is that photo real? Of the of Lex Luthor? Yeah, of Mark Davis shaving his head. I, I hope so. Because he does now. It's the perfect. It's perfect. He's yeah. either Lex Luthor or uh, um, Lloyd Christmas. Evil, uh, Doctor Evil. Oh, Doctor Evil's a good one. Yeah, and either one of those work for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lex Luthor was the first thing that came to mind when I saw this photo. But is it? Do we know it's real? That he shaved that terrible hair off? I'm gonna believe it's real. I, I'm I think. It, I think it, it's not. I think it finished the look. Yeah. I mean, he went the dopey look for a while, and now you can go with the evil yeah. evil empire. I do like that. That is, that is a perfect look for him. I hope it's real. Why doesn't he just get a toupee? Like, do what Erlacher did. Get that hair sewn in. <laughs> he did? We did, sure? You, oh, Ur, Brian Erlacher? No, I'm kidding. Have no. you not seen the billboards? Oh, yeah, it's bad. No, no. <laughs> 
At least he fully leaned into it. Oh, like, God, yes. Yeah, he got is, some good money out of it. Yeah, this is exactly yeah. what I did, and here's how I did it, yeah. and you can too. Yeah. So, no, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. So, I don't, know if the, I don't know if those pictures are real. I choose to believe they're real. And now he looks like he fits right into the uh, to the evil empire. Yeah, I've got no reason to believe they're not real, Josh. Coverage of the parade on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Ag Power. They'd like to congratulate our boys in red on winning the big game. You can score big this spring. Huge discounts on John Deere equipment. Visit agpower.com for more. All right. Uh, with the win, the Chiefs do get the uh, the Thursday night opener now to start the season. Yes, so we know uh, a few things about this upcoming season, which is they will open on Thursday night, and they'll play in Germany, and their home schedule is awesome. And so not only their home schedule is going to be awesome, but they're going to have a Thursday night opener awesome. Who would you like it to be? Philadelphia. You like the, the, the Super Bowl rematch right out of the chute? It's right there. Why wouldn't you do it? I I think there's I think there's a bunch of options though. That's that's why. I don't know. No, I mean that that's that's a layup in my opinion. First game of the would NFL they, season, a rematch of the Super Bowl. Would they do that right out of the, right out of the gates like I, that? You know how the NFL is. Of course, they love the drama. It's it's TV. It's a TV show. What's going to get great eyeballs? It was a great Super Bowl. Some are saying the best ever. I don't know where it ranks. You know, I'm sure for us, it's the best ever. Maybe not Philadelphia. It's not the best ever. But what better way to kick off an NFL season than saying? You saw it with eight seconds to go. The Eagles had one chance left to try to beat the Chiefs, and now it continues. Live at Arrowhead on Thursday night to open the NFL season, it's the Chiefs. It's the Eagles on ABC's Monday Night Football. <laughs> on, dun, a Thursday. Dun, dun, dun. on a Thursday. On a Thursday, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, like, that's oh, so we're going to have the helmets perfect. clashing in the, in the lightning and thunder. Yeah, be awesome. it's so perfect. I, I go with Philadelphia. That's the way to start uh, I'm just curious off. if they would have the Super Bowl rematch. I am convinced they would do the AFC Championship rematch, though. Bengals. I take the Bengals. I'll take the Bengals. I'll okay. shove Ring Knight right in their jabroni faces. Oh, I never even thought about it being Ring Knight too. Yeah, Philadelphia. Because you are, you are. <laughs> it's it's almost a plant the flag night. It you is. Know what I mean, yeah, sure. like it's not as much celebratory as it is up yours night. Yeah, really, it, it really is. is. Yeah, it really is. So yeah. I I, I kind of like Cincinnati in that spot. Okay, B Dub, what are you thinking? Who do you want in that opener? I would like either Philly, Buffalo, or Cincy. In one of those three, just just put it right in their face and say, look here. Everybody doubted chance. us. Yeah, This is the ring. This is what you're chasing for. Everybody else, you're number two, number three, and you're distant at that. Buffalo, such yesterday's news. Like, I, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't tell the NFL that. No, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm out on Buffalo. I think they're done. I think that ship has sailed. I think the ship has sailed for Philadelphia as well. I am not in on Buffalo. I don't think Josh Allen's a winner when it matters. That could be. They'll still want him in prime, prime time on a Thursday night. But, but no, I mean, I, I think. I mean, you got Philadelphia rolling into town. That has to be the Thursday night opener. I just, I just don't know if they. would I mean, I don't know. I haven't looked at the, the history of the opening night. They, if they would, look, probably look that up real quick. Yeah, it, it's not if, been if a having, long history. Having having a a Super Bowl rematch right out of the shoot. Why not, man? Let's go for it. Let's do it. Because Philly, Philly could be a, a Sunday night game down the road, could too. Be. You know what sure, I mean? sure. But, again, do I believe Philly has staying power? No, I don't. So, if you don't use Philly early, they may not be relevant so, later in the season. You want that sur- early survivor pick yeah. of using, using the Eagles yes, yes, and not yes. saving them for good? Because Philadelphia's got hangover written all over them, right? That, that city, that fan base, that team right now – has hangover written all over them. They need a couple of ibuprofen and a big glass of water or a corn dog or something to so- soak up the alcohol. That's a team that's going to be hungover. So I think if you're the NFL, 
you need to utilize them right out of the gate. And what better way to do that than a rematch of the Super Bowl? Maybe we've never had that opportunity before on, on Thursday night football for that, for that opener. So I'm looking at it from a standpoint of I don't think Philadelphia is going to be very good, but for the home opener on Thursday night football to kick off the NFL season to have a Super Bowl rematch, yeah, I'm all about that one. I think that that's a great one. Uh, someone says, yeah, go ahead and, and have it. The Eagles, just like after the Royals won the World Series, they had the Mets the next year on uh, opening day. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. kind of great. Yeah, yep, yep. Wouldn't mind that one either. Right. Um, yeah, I just – someone says, I figured it would be next season's Super Bowl favorites, the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> oh, that's a good po- yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah. a good one as and well. The Charger, yep. Yeah, the Chargers, the first – the second Thursday night game, first Chiefs Thursday yeah. night game last go-round. So, right. I don't know. Uh I think it's Philly, Cincinnati, or Buffalo for me. I would like to think that that would be one of those, one of those marquee games to start the season. Right, and then every other of the other ones are, are probably destined for primetime affairs too. Well, what do we get? Five or six primetime games. Whatever the number is, it doesn't count Kansas City. We're on primetime every single night, every single week. We're on primetime television, so there's plenty of options out there. And, and, and somebody keeps texting in Jacksonville. Is Jacksonville coming back to Kansas City again? Are they on the schedule? I believe that is correct. Okay, so Jacksonville coming back in? That's not a big enough marquee game right now to put on the schedule for the opener, but I like that line of thinking because I think they're going to be good, man. Doug Peterson's a good coach. He got Trevor Lawrence moving in the right direction. That Jacksonville team is going to be a sneaky good team. They're going to be a team that's playing deep into the postseason going forward. I like that. I'm sorry, no, Jacksonville's away. Jacksonville's, Jacksonville's away. away. Yeah. Yeah, so that won't be Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville's yeah. away. So sorry. No, not, never mind. That one that one is a, a road game. Home yeah. home home games are the division games, obviously. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Miami. Uh Ooh, that could be a good one too. The Eagles, yeah. uh, the Bears and the Lions. Bears right. and Lions, I think, are fighting for Germany. Right. And everybody else is pretty marquee. I mean, Dolphins wouldn't be the worst thing either. <laughs> I, mean, I like that. I do honest. like that. Bears and Lions are fighting for Germany, the man says. Well, they are. <laughs> right? It's just the way you yeah. said it. Like, you guys suck, so you're going to be the opponent You're battling overseas. for a 9 a.m. start <laughs> in Hamburg. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's Frankfurt. but It is. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. But still, you're like, the Humber- Bears and Lions are battling for Germany. Hamburg sounds funnier. I don't know why. I just, I'm just go- going with Hamburg. Um, Brett Veach says, no way. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtus, drops by the show every Friday at 7.30, right here on 610 Sports Radio. To the It was cool because they were playing this in the stadium 
Yeah, I thought that was neat. After you could hear the, it on TV. After the yeah. uh, after scores, they were uh, they were playing themes and they did play a little Red Kingdom. Yep. In Arizona, which was pretty cool. Uh, coverage of the Parade on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Ag Power. I'd like to congratulate the boys in red on winning the big game. You can score big this spring. Huge discounts on John Deere equipment. Visit agpower.com for more. All right, more advice if you're staying at the Westin, please put your clothes on. We've got every TV station in town and all the great radio stations at the Odyssey facility here at the Westin. When you're walking around with no shirt on and just boxer shorts, we can all see it. I think that was the brother. It did look like the same guy. It looked guy. like the yeah. same dude <laughs> that was like four floors up from before. <laughs> this guy was on the top level of the Westin this time and had no shirt on and was standing there with his boxer briefs and that gut was hanging out and he was proud of it, baby. Yeah, I don't know. It was the same dude. Yeah. But he's the just, windows are starting to get filled. Everybody's kind of looking out right now. Put your clothes on. He's just popping up in every single window. It's pretty great. Could it be the same guy? I don't know. Could be. I don't know. The Could be. Where's Waldo? Yep. He's just popping up in various windows. So we are overlooking uh, Union Station in addition to the uh, the folks staring out the window from the uh, the Westin. And it uh, there were people here when we got here uh, this morning. We kind of came out on this on the on the sports deck here at the Westin at about four thirty. And people were, were starting to line up. They're they're kind of packing in now. Plenty of people walking down the streets. Some people have, have chosen their spots to camp along the street. The parade gets going, of course, at noon and culminates down here at Union Station at about 130, 145. Uh, Cody and Gold will be here from 10 to 2 as well here on 610 Sports Radio. You know, the other interesting thing about it is when we got here at about 430 this morning onto this deck, you mentioned the people that were down there. They spent the night, okay? People spent the night down here to be here in time for the parade to get their seat right in front of Union Station. You talk about people that are dedicated, man. The people that spent the night down there, holy cow, more power to you. that's crazy. And and right now, we've got ourselves a party going on in front of Union Station. You can hear the music in the background, but they're also showing the Super Bowl on two big screens down here, too. So if you want to come down and re-watch the Super Bowl and be with everybody, you can do that. Union Station's got the Super Bowl being played right now, too. All right, Brett Feach was on the uh, the McAfee show yesterday, and I guess they have to reiterate that Andy Reid's not going anywhere. Jay Glazer had the report on Sunday that got everybody all stirred up, uh, got Terry Bradshaw flustered, clearly for his, uh, his post game, and, uh, and got everybody thinking, could that be it for Andy Reid? And uh, Brett Veach was asked by, uh, by McAfee whether these retirement rumors were off base. I think that was total speculation. Um, I mean, I'd like to think that other, other than his wife, Tammy, I don't think anybody talks to coach or knows coach as well as I do. And, and um, that has never come up. Um, so I'd be shocked if, you know, he takes time away and comes up with a decision that is something other than co- coaching football. I think, uh, I think he's really, he's enjoyed the players and the coaches and the process his entire life. And he'd be the first one to tell you that he's extremely, you know, blessed, but I just, He's got so much to still offer, I think. And, and, and the way this is set up now for him, I think, is really good where, you know, we've been together so long um, and these seasons are so long and they're so draining. But for him now to kind of be able to have that time to decompress um, and to go spend time with his family, uh, recharge the batteries, 
uh, start working on some some new concepts and ideas, and, and let me and my staff go to work. I, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. uh, Dude's awesome. I think that you know it, it's kind of again re-energized him, and um, he also does a great job of staying involved with the with the the college offenses. The coaches around him are really in tune with you know the college concept and ideas, and so that when he gets younger guys, he's already trying to incorporate. Um, a lot of the stuff that they were familiar with in, in college. It's a great point as well. Like the preparation is a little bit different now because I don't know. Andy Reid's smart. Yeah, <laughs> he's learned how to work uh, smarter, smarter, not harder, not harder. Yeah, he took all the stuff off of his plate that he didn't like doing in Philadelphia. Right. Got rid of all the personnel things. Still right. involved, but got rid of all all of that. Everything was on his plate. Also, how he's evolved is he didn't buck the trend that was college football's playing this way. Right, right, right. And we need to turn him into a pro pro players by having him do it this way. Yep. He decided I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do what they do and incorporate it into what we do. And I think that does make the the prep a little bit easier. And then, well, you're not wasting time teaching somebody to play the quarterback position your way that didn't do it. Yeah. I mean that that and and that's just not a football thing, right? Look around your office, look around your place of business, whatever you do for a living, and you got a set way you like to do things if you're a boss. But if you have a really talented employee like Josh and I, you kind of work to their strengths. <laughs> you kind of do what they want to do so because so. of how talented they are. <laughs> and and Andy, we, we, we might not be the best example of that. But no, anyway, I think we yeah, are. You yeah. corn dog that we call the Sky Moore thing. It's the whole, the whole it's nine done, yards, it's right? Done, yeah. Whole nine yards. So when you have talented people that are really good at what they do, and they were really successful in college, and I'm not using Patrick Mahomes as an example. I'm just using – football as an example here for years the nfl spent time and, and even you and i have talked about it so it's it's recent memory right within the last 13 years where they would bring these quarterbacks in and we would go well i don't know if he can take a snap under center he never did that in college and the nfl coaches would force these guys to go under center meanwhile every college coach is running the spread offense because it's easy to learn it's fun to watch, scores a lot of points. And then these guys got to the NFL, and we were trying to make everybody like Phil Simms and Boomer Esiason, where you're under center, and it's 1985. The game evolved. At 64, Andy Reid has done an amazing job as evolving as a coach and realizing, why am I going to waste years trying to teach a guy how to take a snap when I can evolve? And it's easier for me as one person to evolve than to make all of these guys that are coming in from college evolve. So we'll just run what they were doing. I'll go learn the spread. And it goes back to that guy that they hired the day they walked in here with Alex Smith. They went and hired some college coach that he worked with that knew him inside and out and said, help us make him better. Help him, help us make him the guy that was the number one pick. And they evolved. It's, it's amazing to see a guy like Andy Reid doing something like that because if you're not evolving and you're not changing and you're not moving forward, you're staying stagnant. And when you stay stagnant, you don't become good. Andy Reid has found a way to reinvent himself. It's amazing. Don't you think that's what baseball's struggling with right now? I think there's a lot that baseball's struggling with right now, Josh. I, Their I big understand. deal yesterday was the size of a base. I, I understand, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying on this note, what are they doing differently at the major league level? They're not doing it at any other level yet. What? You think how, how many high school high school baseball players that are hitting 500 right now at their high school are working on launch angles? Right. 
hopefully none of them. Squaring up. and They lost track of their talented people. Enhance their talents. Yeah, you know enhance what I mean? their talents. Now, yeah. now you're asking them to just to come up through the system and, and do stuff you've never asked them to do before? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I think your your sea ball hit ball is a little too simplistic, but at times it's like, yeah, sea ball hit ball. Like, if you got stuck in, well, the colleges are doing because the colleges were doing stuff way ahead of what the pros were doing, and there was there was a push pull. And the colleges did it because they go, we got twenty hours a week to work with these guys. What's the easiest thing we can do to have the most success? Yeah, and it, Gary it, Pinkle was a pioneer I, at that. I stuff. think it, I think a lot of it came from probably in the high school ranks too, right, in Texas, right, where they were run, all running yeah. kind of like similar offenses, and then it moved to the college game, and then uh, the pros could have been really resistant to change and just said, well, what are we doing? This is the way we've always done it. Right. And and they haven't. They've ex- accentuated their skill sets. I think I think baseball kind of falls in that, that category bit, right now. Yeah. They're, they're not – they're probably losing track of what their basics were. were you, you, you saw it and found talented guys at a level because they could play ball. Right. And then now you're trying to change them – Along the way, seems right. seems kind of weird to me. But yeah. anyway, Andy Reid's got a got a motor about him as well, and he loves to coach. And there were a number of years where they weren't winning yet the big game, where I did say, I know he loves the Monday through Friday. If Sunday works, it's great. He loves the Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday. Yeah, it's the, crazy. The, the the preparation, the practice, all those things, and then. All of that then it then eventually did equate to the the end game winning, but I think he really likes the end game winning now too to go along with everything. I, he loves football, he loves putting together football teams, he loves uh, coaching, and so yeah, it'd be hard to see. We don't know him like Brett Veach knows him, and certainly as he mentioned, like his wife knows him, but she's right there every step of the way. Like you see her, you'll see her today, you'll see her on the stage today. Right. She's right there. Um, that's a that's a football family, and so. To think that that he'd just be like, oh, I'll go try something else. I, I don't know. I don't see it. But the reason Sunday is so fun for us is because of what Andy Reid does Monday through Saturday. All of that prep time. The reason we're a top five morning show in the nation isn't from 6 to 10. It's what goes on after the show and all the prep work that we put in and all the preparation that we do and all the relationships that we have and all the people that we talk to. That's where you really make the hay. It's not what you do on Sunday from 12 to 3 or 3 to 6 or 7 to 10. It's what you do on Monday morning, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, on Friday. Put the bow on that thing on Saturday and then, boom, present your product on Sunday. We're the beneficiaries as fans of the Kansas City Chiefs of Andy Reid's hard work. We don't know what's going on over there during the week, right? We have no idea what they're doing, but we know they're putting together a great game plan to give us the best show and the best opportunity to see something special every single Sunday. So if Andy Reid wasn't putting in that time and he didn't like that time and that grind time, you know, that he has with the rest of his coaches and the players – we wouldn't be able to see what we're witnessing right now, which is the greatest run that we've ever seen in Kansas City sports. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. We are uh, live on the uh, the deck of the West and overlooking Union Station as people are uh, trying to get their spots along the uh, parade route and down here towards Union Station as well. We're continuing to play a little uh, parade bingo. Uh, yep. what, what do you want to see on the uh, on the bingo card? What should be on the bingo card at 913 586 Seven six ten. We've knocked a bunch of them out today, I think, uh, but we haven't gotten. T- 
This is the the walk-in phase. The walk-out will probably nail a few of these bingo card ones, right? Yeah, I would like think the, so, when, yeah. You know, the, the, the stuck in the tree and, and the uh, the beers being thrown or whatever. The the pre-gaming has been has been uh, nice and, 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 and calm, it seems. Well, it's at least, 8 o'clock at in the morning. At least in what we've seen. <laughs> how, how does that matter? You've seen. Good point. You said this is this Good is Arrowhead. Point, yeah. I've seen plenty at eight o'clock. That's been well underway. Yeah. Uh, it looks like everybody's just kind of yeah. waiting to have a, a, a have a good time here so far. Yeah, no, they, everybody so far so good. The crowd obviously is getting bigger. More and more roller coolers are coming in. But yeah, you're right about the uh, about the show bingo today. The parade bingo. You can weigh in some of the ones that we have on the parade bingo card today, with a little help from our friend Ben Maller as well. We've got uh, girls flashing the parade. That that's going to happen at some point today. The smell of weed. I mean, that, that's that's your free space. That's in the middle. Uh, player guarantees a title next year and multiple years after that. I'm sure we'll see something like that today. Um, a shirtless male. I mean, just look, turn around and look at the west, and we've got how many shirtless males in the window, not realizing everybody can see them. Horse running or around, maybe realizing, it. or maybe I don't, realizing. I, it. I, I don't yeah. know. You're, you're right. Might you're just right. be no shame. I don't know. You're right. Um, uh, horse running down the parade route. We've already seen uh, the police officers on the horses today. Uh, someone eating horse poop. We haven't seen that yet. Hopefully we don't. Yeah. Person driving uh, the wrong way or the police officers driving the wrong way on a street. Done we've, it. we've seen that. Uh, fan throwing a beer at a player on the bus. We'll Not get yet. that a little bit later Not on yet. today. Uh, player does a funny dance. I'm sure we'll see that at some point. Uh, random old Chiefs jerseys. I'm seeing some faded ones. I saw a Marcus Allen jersey down there, Josh. Old starter jacket right in front of you. Oh, Boom. there's an old starter jacket with the uh, with the newer school Zubaz on it. Yeah, those are like the pajama, the, yeah. the, the logo pajama pants. Right. Right. So we've got, a, we've got a lot of the bingo card already checked off, and we're only at 837. Yeah. So keep coming, 913-586-7610, the Jay Southland Tow Service text line. A baked potato. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to imagine there's going to be a baked potato or two here yeah. amongst the crowd. Will there not? I would think so, yeah. You got to have sustenance. Right, yep. While you're down here. Yeah, you got to get something in your belly. Maybe you're going to see a lot of corn dogs down here today. A couple fighting over too drunk of a boyfriend needs to be there. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> couple fighting over too drunk of a boyfriend. You know, where they get angry because one of them's too, too hammered. Nice. Person holding one ear trying to listen to a phone call. Yeah. 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 Where are you at? Yeah. Where are you at? Uh, golf cart. That looks like golf cart with coffee on the back. Maybe yeah, suitcases. that does. I don't yeah. Know. It looks like yeah. say vats of coffee. Here comes snow plow going the wrong way. Snow plow going the wrong way. Did you have that one? Yep, down no, at I did all? not have that mm. one. That's a good one. That guy's not even working the parade. Yep. He's just getting a snow plow to where he needs to get to for later. That's right. Yeah. Because tomorrow it's supposed to snow. Yeah, we're supposed to get a little bit of snow tomorrow. Got this so. a couple of times. Mahomes leading a guy into a light pole. Remember we had that a That's couple true. of years That's ago. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Throw, throwing a guy open or out. Yeah. Throwing a guy out, I guess. Would yep, be, yep, yep, would be yep. Dude on that peeing one. in the street. We mm. haven't seen that yet, yet, but. There's more porta potties this year. There's a ton, and I almost yeah. ran through them yesterday when we were driving down here down Maine. I'm like, what's in the street? And I'm like, oh my god, that's a row of porta potties. Yeah, there's a down whole bunch there. of porta potties this year. Yeah, so that's there's good. a ton of those down there. That's so good. yeah, if you see a dude peeing in the street, you're gonna get bingo. Uh, I do like the guy who did text us from the 913. I got bingo. So somebody, well, somebody's got them all. <laughs> Which ones? All of them. Yes. All of them. <laughs> 
Yes. So continue away in 913-586-7610, the Jay Southland Tow Service text line. Uh, you didn't like an article. I was going to see who wrote it. It was at CBS Sports, so I thought maybe it was Pete Prisco. It was not. He's blocked. Uh, someone by the name of Brian Diardo. Never heard of him. Uh, ranking quarterbacks with two or more Super Bowl wins. Right. Patrick Mahomes now stands alongside Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Yeah. Mahomes is now part of quarterback royalty. I don't have a problem with that. What's... Well, I, I, I think you're misreading it. I don't have a problem with it at all. I, I, I don't have a problem with this at all. In fact, I'm a little bit surprised Hyperbolic Bob is now working for CBS Sports because he has Patrick Mahomes as now the fourth best quarterback in the NFL in history. Behind Brady, behind I thought Montana, you thought that that was, too, that was too low. And behind Peyton Manning. Look, I've got him second on the list, okay? I'm a little out there. I'm a little wacko. I've got Patrick Mahomes as the second-best quarterback in the history of the NFL behind Tom Brady. The only thing I will say about it is that, well, I guess Peyton Manning does have two Super Bowl championships, and he's Peyton Manning. Maybe I can argue that one if you want to put Peyton at two and you want to put um, Patrick Mahomes at three, I would be okay with that. But I still think with the way that the game is now, Every year that goes by and every year that we get further into the future, in my opinion anyway, it becomes harder and harder to win in professional sports. Athletes get stronger. Athletes get faster. We have more sleep studies. We have more ways to improve the body. We have more ways to improve coaching and all that kind of stuff. Like each year I think it gets harder and harder and harder to win. That's why I have Patrick Mahomes number two on this list of the greatest all-time quarterbacks because I think he's playing right now in the era in which it is hardest to win because of all the advances in technology, all the advances in play calling, all the advances in everything. It's harder to win now in the NFL than it was 10 years ago. And so what Mahomes and the Chiefs are doing right now, other than Tom Brady's seven, it ranks up there above everybody else's for me. I'm going to keep him hungry and leave him at four. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'd flip-flop though Montana and, pa- and Peyton Manning. And I, th- I love Joe Montana. I think Joe Montana is the second best quarterback ever. So yeah. And then I and I like Peyton Manning. The detraction was titles. 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 Yeah. Um, and then the last one we know was, I mean, he got it. Right. He got, he got it. But that was very tail end. Right. So uh, it's it's still two. I'm not taking away one at all. But that's why I have I have Joe Montana. He. Is four and should have been more. And if you haven't watched the Joe Montana doc on Peacock, I don't even know if it's up there anymore. I'm sure it is. Yeah. You watch it. You know, you and I watched it a year ago now, well over a year ago. And looking at that documentary, we both walked away with the same thing. Patrick Mahomes is doing exactly what Joe Montana did. Joe Montana did a lot of this stuff that Patrick Mahomes is doing many, many years ago. Patrick Mahomes is doing it now and doing it at a different level. But Joe Montana was doing that stuff back in the day, and he was unbelievable at it. I didn't realize how unbelievable a player he was until I truly went back and watched that. No, you watch this and you go, oh, he was making those plays. Yeah, he he was doing the side arm. Everything Mahomes has done, (laughs) Joe Montana was doing. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So he's still behind. You know, it is a career career accomplishment thing, too. He's come further and faster than anybody. Right. But – uh, the career is not yet complete, right? And if it if it were to end today and it was complete, and he gets up on the stage and announces, <laughs> right? I'm joking. You think he'll announce his no, retirement I don't, I today? No, I do not. I do not. You had the corn dog thing. We'll, I don't know what else we'll, you got. Will Terry ask him? <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Patrick, waddle over here. 
I, I would have him as – Terry's as, not going to be here, is he? Uh, no, I don't think so. I would have him as, as four right now, but he's got a chance to, to get everybody and then try to chase down. Hopefully hopefully they're in a spot where we can realistically chase down Brady. Yeah. But but uh, I, I probably have a little bit different pecking order at this moment in time, and I'll keep him at four to keep him, keep him hungry uh, for more. Sure. Not to rain on any parades, uh, but this would stink. <laughs> we'll get to it next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every weekday starting at 1130 on Cody and Gold on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Living here in Brett Feeds Town. Without him, Patrick is not around. Out at Arrowhead, they're winning games, throwing touchdowns, holding parades. And Travis is catching the ball, dropping dimes to Tyreek and more. And our sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Ties making plays. We need more parades. And we're living here in Breadfeach Town. Physical interlude. Living here in Breadfeach Town. Coverage of the parade on 610 Sports Radio brought to you by Ag Power, who'd like to congratulate our boys in red on winning the big game. You could score big this spring with huge discounts on John Deere equipment. Visit agpower.com for more. Along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams producing. Back at our studios, we are overlooking Union Station where it's uh, starting to, to fill in in front of Union Station. The hill starting to to fill up as yeah, well. Yeah, the hill's getting crowded. I can see people, yeah. and I can see porta potties as long as the day. <laughs> so you can find, <laughs> you can find a bathroom and the smell of weed. The good thing about the Chiefs parade is that everybody's in red, and the porta potties are blue. For the Royals parade, everybody was in blue, and the porta potties were blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can find where the porta potties are because it's the only thing not red. Not red. So yeah, yeah it's, they're actually pretty, pretty easy to find. They do, and they've got they do a lot more. Out. Each yeah. year they do this, they yeah. seemingly have more and more yes. porta potties for everybody. Yes. And you're right, the smell of weed is now wafing through. We, we put that as our center Kansas square City. in the yep. bingo card today. That everybody gets as a free space. Right. Uh, we're continuing to play parade bingo at nine one three five eight six seven six ten. He's definitely not going to be in this category for me, and I, that's the LaShawn McCoy category. LaShawn's <laughs> in a category all by himself to me. I yeah. re- resented the fact that he's been called two-time Super Bowl champion LaShawn McCoy, who had uh, bit parts in both the Chiefs and the uh, the Bucks Super Bowl runs. But it is kind of funny that, uh, you know who's a Super Bowl champion? Who? Uh Melvin Gordon. You had a look. <laughs> you couldn't remember either. <laughs> I was thinking Melvin Ingram. I'm like, yeah. Melvin Gordon, uh, former AFC West running back. <laughs> I forgot he was on the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, practice squad guy. So, yeah, Melvin Gordon yeah, ha- has a title, but he's playing it very, very smart. Yes, he is. 
What's the difference between walking into a team like the Chiefs that are at the Super Bowl? What is that difference compared to other teams that you've been on that edge to get to a Super Bowl that you've seen? Difference? Yeah. Oh, the difference is I didn't do <laughs> I got carried. <laughs> I got carried, baby. All right, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do a thing. I didn't do anything. No, I'm just I, here. I'm just here. I'm just I, I'm just here because I got a little bit paid. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So congratulations, uh, Melvin Gordon, Super Bowl champion forever. Yep. I had nothing to do with this, yeah. and I'm proud to tell everybody if, if I had nothing to do it, with it. Wear it like that. I'm going to give it to you. You can give that? it to him, right? Yeah, and he's not being like Lashawn McCoy, basically acting like he was the reason why yeah. the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and then the following year. Who did he win? Oh, Tampa the following yeah, year, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. 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 So Melvin Gordon knows his knows his role. Yeah. He's no Jabron. No, no. But you know what? He doesn't have to shut his mouth. If he keeps saying stuff like that, I'm all in. Melvin, what's this like? I don't know. I didn't play. <laughs> what's your favorite Super Bowl moment? I did see Rihanna because I didn't have yeah. to be in the locker room. <laughs> I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. Congratulations, Melvin Gordon. You're a Super Bowl champ, my man. Yeah. Congratula congratulations. Soak it all in. Yeah. <laughs> He'll experience his first moments as truly as a chief today. Today. Uh, in the in the parade, apparently. Yeah. All right. Uh, as I said in 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 the tease, not to rain on any parades, but raining on a parade. If the season for the baseball team turns out like this, uh, your friend the Pakota standings. Yeah, Bill Pakota. Have it. Um, it's going to stink. 99 losses and a win 8-1 is not good. They got the Royals projected for 99 losses. Well, even 99 and a half. So <laughs> it's 62 and a half. 62 and a half wins, 99 and a half losses. Right. Are you betting on that? I'm taking the over. If, the, if it's 62, I got to take the over on that. Can't lose 100 games. I would like to think not. Don't they have more talent than they did last year, I though? I don't know. I don't know. How are they going to pitch? Oh, is this where I chime in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. Don't know. yeah I, no. I, don't know. I was trying to throw it, throw it to you. Yeah, no. It was, again, I couldn't, I couldn't even pitch that one to you. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Have them, they have them for last in the, in the vision. Um, Detroit's the next closest at 60, almost 65 wins, so two and a half wins. Shy of Detroit. They have the Royals with the second worst record in baseball. Behind only Washington? Yep. Yeah. Behind the Nationals. Right. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that but at I, all. But I, 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 I know it's start pitchers and catchers report today, right? First, Our first workouts today. They reported yesterday. A lot of stretching with those rubber bands. Yeah, so <laughs> you got some, got some rubber bands stretching against a, a, a metal fence. Right. Or a chain link fence. Uh, Vern's down there at Josh Vernier on Twitter, and he will have all your stuff coming from spring training, but I think even he won't be fully optimistic until, I don't know, the season starts and you, and you prove it. There's nothing that leads into the season that gives me any optimism. I'm hoping for it, but if I look at that and go, if they finish last in the division and they're trying to stave off 100 losses – I guess that's the level. I guess that's I, that feels like the bar. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. But like we used to get mad when they predicted the Royals at seventy-two. I know. And I know. I know. 
I'm not mad about it. I think I'm like, yeah, probably right. I, I'm looking at it. I'm going, boy. I hope you, I hope you beat it. I hope you're wrong, Bill. Yeah, I hope but, you know. I hope you're wrong. I hope you beat it. But I don't have a lot. I can't make a lot of cases that say you're not right. Because a lot of the cases that I would make for the Royals, you'll look at me and you go, "Those are all ifs, Bob." Because I'm saying I think Brady Singer is going to turn the corner, and you'll go, "But do you know he's going to turn the corner? He's going to be really good all year long." I think he is. I do. I think Brady Singer. Brady Singer is going to be your opening day starter, and I think he's going to be really good. What's Zach Ranky going to do this year, right? I don't know. Are Lynch, Bubich, Kowar, are any of them going to take that next step forward? The clock's ticking on all three of those guys. Remember, Dayton's gone. So if the guy sucks, they're going to get rid of him now. They're not going to sit around and wait for somebody to maybe show something. They're going to get rid of guys. And so that's the part that I like about this. That's where J.J.'s going to be different than Dayton. J.J.'s going to look at these guys and go, we've given you enough time. Bounce. We're not going to give guys extra years and more time to continue to prove that they can do it when they're not doing it. So the best part about this spring training for me is the fact that Dayton's no longer here and J.J. is, and the mindset is, if you're not performing, we're not keeping you around anymore. And I like that mindset a lot because the clock's ticking now for a lot of these guys. We will chat with the DA of CBS Sports Radio, 610 Sports alum. We'll drop by on a parade day. He'll join us next.